to work up a lather, or you're not preaching. Praise the Lord. It's been a good week. I always enjoy being around classy people. Brother Brother Larry's a classy fella. And I like being around him. Most of them Muslims I hang out with, uh, he's a blessing. I think I'm getting tired. I got all dressed up tonight and went and told my wife I was getting ready to go. And I looked down and I had a brown boot and a, a black boot on. So I went and changed my boot and uh, told her I was getting ready to leave, checked my watch to see what time it was, and I had my watch on upside down. So I don't know if that's old age or I'm just getting tired. But, uh, thank the Lord. I've enjoyed the week. It's been a blessing. It's always good for me to be able to go home at night and sleep in my, my own bed. And uh, uh, I've enjoyed that. My wife wasn't feeling well tonight. I was glad she was able to come three nights. She's not in very good health, and uh, I had some pretty serious circulation problems, hard birds hit, but she don't, never misses church if she can keep from it. I guarantee you, she's a dandy. I've told people around the world that, that she's the best Christian I know, and I believe that, and probably the best wife I've ever, ever I've been married 42 years. And uh, I don't guess a woman has ever loved a man any more than my wife has loved me. And I appreciate it. I, I thank God for letting her hang on as long as he had. And I praise, pray that that continues. Well, tonight, take your Bibles, turn to the book of Ephesians. And I'll try and close the week out. Uh, it's been an unusual week. I, I usually get in a theme, and I stay there and build on that. And I, I have not really known what direction to go in any night I've been here. And uh, I, I wrestled today. I, I, somebody said, I, I won't leave your folder behind. We want to go through it. Well, that folder, I, I don't have many messages in there. I, I think I have 12 or 13 messages stuck in that folder. Now, what that is, is I prayed today, Lord, what do I preach tonight? And uh, I started early, got up early this morning and started praying, Lord, what, what do I need to preach? And I thought, well, God laid this on my heart, and then he laid that on my heart, and, and I got it down to about 15 messages. And so at the last minute, I could make any changes that, that need to be made. Now, I, I know a lot of spiritual people, a lot of them. That know God's will exactly all the time. I mean, all you gotta do is ask them. I mean, they know. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, most of the time, I don't have any idea. And when I ever figure that out, you know, somebody told me, he said, God calls you for a specific ministry. Well, I believe that. And uh, I'm, I'm an evangelist, I'm a pastor, and I'm a missionary. And when I decide what God has called me to, then that's what I'm going to do. Amen? I, I, and I mean it. I, I, I'll be glad to surrender to any of those as soon as I know. I, I just don't know. Uh, the doors don't shut. I think, Lord, I'm going to cut this out and cut that out. It never happens. Uh, so uh, I'll just keep on till till I can't do anything, I guess. Ephesians chapter number 6. 
I want to preach a message entitled, The Victorious Warrior. The Victorious Warrior. I, I knew a fellow one time by the name of Jerry Erickson. My dad was stationed in Japan during the Korean War, and uh, all of us were there, there with him. And there was another army brat there uh, named Jerry Erickson. And uh, uh, Jerry picked a fight with me one day, and I beat the slop out of him. And uh, I thought, well, that'll teach that little smart aleck. And the next day, here he come again. And I beat the slop out of him again. And the next day, here he came again. Now, man, this has got to, something's got to give. He wouldn't quit. And uh, finally, I broke my hand punching him in the nose. I missed and hit the ground and, and busted my hand. That ended it. But I, I've never forgotten. I was a young fella. I, I've never forgotten anybody like Jay. He didn't even come close to whipping me. Not, not one time. But he never gave up. I, I mean, he just kept coming. I, I thought one day I'd just let him hit me and I'd fall down and say, you win, it's all over. Well, we ought to be that way as Christians. And we're too easy to give up. Uh, when things don't go exactly right, we, we're too easy to, uh, uh, to stop, to quit, to surrender, to retreat. And, and that shouldn't be. Hey, a good soldier, I'm not going to preach on that. I got a message on that. A good soldier never surrenders, but he keeps fighting. I, I want to give you something to think about uh, as we close tonight. I, I'll deal with four things uh, very quickly, uh, beginning with verse number 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, uh, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take Unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray tonight that you'll encourage us, Lord, that we might realize that this life is not an easy journey, 
because it's very difficult. And in this life, we have so many enemies. Oh, our God, help us to be strong in the Lord. God, I pray tonight you'll encourage every one of our hearts. And Lord, we'll thank you and praise you, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. One of the greatest mistakes that a Christian can possibly make is to believe that when we become a child of God, all of our problems are over. That's a foolish thing. Man, I'm saved. I don't have anything to worry about anymore. That, that, that is absolutely incorrect. As a matter of fact, the Lord uh, uh, said that uh, he gave us an, an example of a, of a king preparing for a battle. He said, what king would go to war without first counting the cost and, and see if he was able uh, to defeat the enemy or not? Uh, it's like going into battle. And, and that's what Paul's talking about here. Hey, we have an enemy. We have more than one enemy. We have the devil and, and of course, the world and, and, most of all, our flesh. That's our enemy. Now, in the passage, he discusses this great conflict uh, that the Christian has and, and how uh, he can be a, a victorious boy. I'm I'm so sad to see so many quit. I'm serious about that. I'm not just talking about preachers. I'm talking about church members. I'm talking about people that that get saved, and and two or three months later, they're they're back in the world. They're they're defeated. I I don't understand that. I I don't understand that at all. How do we quit? Where Where do we retreat? How can we go back? We need to uh, fight and, and keep on fighting. I, I, I'm ashamed of Spain. If you're a Spaniard, God bless your heart. Uh, but these people surrendered. These people gave up. These people said, if you don't hit us anymore, we won't fight anymore. Hey, brother, I got news for you. The enemy is not going to stop hitting you just because you quit. It's not over. He's going to hit you over and over and over again anyway. It's not over just because you say, well, I ain't going to do it no more. It's not that easy. You don't get out of the conflict that easily. So uh, so we need to learn how to fight in the conflict and, and, and what kind of a soldier we ought to be. So I, I want to give you these four things. Listen very carefully. As you'll understand, and and uh, I think it'll help you. Look, look at verse number 10. We see the warrior's strength. The warrior's strength in verse number 10. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Boy, the address, it, it's the brethren. He's talking to the children of God. But then not only the address, uh, the people address, but there's the plea expressed. He said, be strong. Then there's the power possessed in his might. And it's not me. It's not my strength. It's not my power. But it's the strength of the Lord. We are the sons of God. And, and we are the servants of God. And, and we are soldiers 
die in the army of God. And because we're sons, and because we're servants, and because we're soldiers, we need to be strong. We need to be strong. Let, let me give you three thoughts here. There is a required strength. He said, be strong. Now that means, and this is very important, uh, it means to be constantly strengthened. That's what it means. Hey, you can't just be strong for a little while. You have to keep on being strong. Every day, every day, you've got to be strong and, and stay strong. Every day, every day. You'll never be a good warrior if you're a weakling. You'll never, you'll never be a good warrior if you're a weakling. You, you've got to be strong. You've got to uh, build your body up, you man. You, you've got to, uh, you've got to be strong. You'll, you'll never make it. You'll never, you'll never win a fight. You'll never, you'll never have a victory if you're not strong. Continuously be strengthened. Not just for a little while. Now, stay with me, because that, that's not easily done. Amen? Uh, listen, uh, there is a required strength. Be strong. But then second, there's a received strength. Praise God. It, uh, it's not dependent on, on my ability and, and how strong I am and, and how long I can stand. And it's received. It's something I get. It's, it's something I get from somebody. In the Lord. In the Lord. I, I can do all things through, through Christ with, with strengtheneth me. Now what does that mean? That means it pours power into me. You hear what I'm saying? Hey, I can do all things through Christ which pours power into me. That's where my strength comes from. It comes from the Lord. Now, children, if you don't spend time with the Lord, if you don't pray, if you don't go to church, if you don't read your Bible, if you don't meditate on the Word of God, you're going to be a weak. You're going to be anemic. You're, you're not going to be able to stand. You're not going to be able to stay strong. Hey, what you get tonight ain't going to help you tomorrow. You're going to need something tomorrow, tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. Oh, God, get me through today. And then give me strength to get through tomorrow. And we ought to get up in the morning and pray. We ought to get up in the morning and spend time with God. I can't do it in my own strength. I can't face it in my own power. I can't do it. I can't do it. And neither can you. The strength that is in the Lord. Man, it's His strength that we're dependent upon. So there, uh, there's a required strength. And then there's a received strength. And then there's a real strength that says, and in the power of his might. And that means there's an active efficiency. Amen. Christ, Christ does it. The strength of the warrior is found in the Lord. It doesn't make any difference how big you are, how big your arms are, how tough you are, how smart you are. 
None of those how rich you are. None of those things. It's not dependent upon me. I'm going to be a good warrior in, in the army of God. And the Bible says that, that we might please Him who have chosen us to be soldiers. He chose us to be soldiers, but He don't make us fight alone. He gives us strength out of the battle, amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's too much, I guess. The warrior's strength. But then second, notice with me, the warrior's shield. Oh, man, I'm not just a target to be shot at. Hey, man, there's people maybe shooting. They are shooting, amen. But I'm not just a target. Look at verse number 11. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Paul's exhortation is that Christian warriors put on the whole armor of God. It's God's armor. You hear me? It's not yours now. It's not your armor. It, it's God's armor. He provides it. Amen. God provides the armor. But you put it on. It's not going to do you any good if you don't put it on. Man, if you get shot without a bulletproof vest, you're going to die. Amen. Why don't you have a vest on? You need the whole armor of God. Let me give you three thoughts. First, the action of the warrior. Put on. That means clothe yourself. Clothe yourself. God provides everything you need to stand against the enemy. Put it on. When I was in Vietnam, there's two things I hated. I hated a steel pot and a flak jacket. Hated them both. Man, I hated them. When we had come under attack, you didn't want to put... It it was too hot to wear a flak jacket. But boy, if you saw somebody catch a piece of shrapnel right in the middle of the chest, uh, it didn't make any difference how hot it was, amen, or get their head split wide open by... Uh, by a mortar around. Uh, you didn't mind. Hey, if you don't have it on, it's not going to help you. It's there. Put it on. Put it on. And that's what Paul's saying. It's no good. It's useless if you don't wear it. So the action of the warrior. Then the attitude of the warrior. The whole armor. Put the whole thing on. Armor is what a soldier puts on when he fights. <laughs> hey, if you're in a fight, you need the armor. And part of it won't work. Uh, you need the whole armor of God, and then you'll be protected from all the fiery darts. Not just some of them. The action of the warrior, the attitude of the warrior, and the attack of the warrior. The wiles of the devil. He said, stand. And that means stand firm without retreating. Don't give up. Man, if he knocks you down, get up and come back, Jerry. Come back and fight again. Don't stop. Uh, uh, he holds ground while he's under attack. Hey, you don't want anybody retreating. You know what I hated about the South Vietnamese soldiers? Son, when Charlie came, they did him out. They, they got out of there, man. 
You couldn't depend on them. If it got hot, if it got tough, they were gone. They left you, white man, I don't know you, amen. They were gone. I I want somebody that's standing with me, buddy. Standing with me. I had a had a lady in my church in Jacksonville. Hated me. She was a filthy, rich, mean old woman. <laughs> Needed to get sad. And she caused a lot of trouble. And I we did everything biblically, but I, I had to get her out of church, man. She she punched my deacon in the jaw on the front porch of the church. She was mean as a devil. <laughs> And I had to get rid of her. I, I, you know, we went through, did everything right, had a business meeting, said, if you'll repent and do right, oh man, she cussed us all out and there. It, it was terrible. And sad. We really wanted to see her get right, but man, it couldn't be. She was awful. Well, Sunday I came to church and was ready to preach and my church was filled with sailors and Marines in Jacksonville, full of sailors and Marines. And I only had one deacon. Good fella. And and Sunday morning, here comes the news media. TV cameras from Jacksonville, Florida, man. They all rolled in. So I said, what, what are you doing? They said, well, we heard that you sold the church and you're going to buy yourself a mansion in Kentucky. I said, you did what? My deacon's hiding in the nursery. <laughs> Where's my deacon? Where's my... Couldn't find the deacon anywhere. But I had some jarheads and sailors, and they got a hold of the news media and those reporters. They said, you go in there, sit down, and keep your mouth shut. When the service is over, the preacher will give you an interview and tell you that you're wrong. Of course, I had everything in the logbooks, and she lied. But they thought they had a story. You know, Baptist preacher... I steals the church and, and all the money and then does a, my deacon's hiding in the bathroom. I mean, in, in the nursery. I thought, man, what kind of, I want somebody that's going to stand beside me. I want men and, and women and boys and girls that are going to stand, not run when it gets a little hot. Not run when it gets a little tough. I, I want that jarhead to come up and push me aside and say, Preacher, I'll take care of this yes, one. Hey, man, you go sit down. This one's mine. Man, we we need to be the kind of Christians that keep on standing, that has a loyalty, that does not run every time it gets tough. To put on the whole armor of God. Amen, and the devil can't hurt you, man. You can stand. You'll be all right. Man, that's pretty good advice. we got too many running and not enough standing. Are you listening to me? Stand. Stand firm without retreating. The wiles, that means the strategy of, of Satan. Boy, he'll do everything in the world to destroy this. Destroy you, destroy your pastor. He'll do it all. The warrior's strength. Then the warrior's shield, the armor of God. Then the warrior's struggle, verses 12 through 17. Let me give you two thoughts here very quickly. First, the warrior's problem. Look what it says. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Man, there's the problem right there. That, that word wrestle. 
It means hand-to-hand combat. It means eyeball-to-eyeball. It doesn't mean I'm yelling at you from across the room. It means I'm right here in your face. Amen. Amen. That's what it's talking about. This isn't me throwing rocks at somebody over yonder. It's hand-to-hand combat. That's what it is. I got a good friend that flew planes in the Vietnam War. And he said, you know what? I've never seen the enemy once. They killed a bunch of them, but I never had a look at them. I just went in, dropped my bombs, and left. There's a difference between dropping your bombs and leaving. And standing toe-to-toe. Hand-to-hand combat. Man, that's the problem. We've got too many people want to fight. Paul, Mr. Tim, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lot. (laughs) Sissified, is that what you said? Sissified! Hey, you're not much of a lover if you're not a fighter. If you won't fight for what you love. If you won't stand up for what you believe. If you won't uh, get into it with the devil and the world and the flesh for what you believe in, then you got a problem. Wow, these Baptists are voting for these people that are wanting to kill babies and homosexuals to get married and, and all this stuff. Because they don't want to fight. Amen. You don't, you're not much of a lover. If you love the Word of God and if you love the truth and, and if you love everything that it stands for, then, then you'll fight. So, uh, so the, the, the warrior's problem, wrestling, hand-to-hand combat, their spiritual power talks about it here. That refers to authority. Their spiritual darkness. And talks about the devil blinding the eyes of folks that they can't see. Then there's spiritual wickedness. And man, we know all about that, amen. The warrior's problem, but then the warrior's preparation. Look at verse 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Three thoughts here. There's provision the armor of God, there's purpose to put it on. Have it on before the attacks come. It's too late to go looking for it when you're under under fire. Amen. <laughs> the provision, the purpose, and the power. Withstand evil in the evil day. Evil times will wax worse and worse. All right, last of all, I'm almost through. Hey, I worked up a ladder. Hallelujah. Not that cold. <laughs> the warrior's strength, the warrior's shield, the warrior's puzzle, and then the warrior's strategy. The warrior's strategy. We talked about the problem. We talked about the preparation. If you wanted to look in verse 14 through 17, there's another message on the uh, the warrior's protection. He'll take care of you. We're looking at the warrior's strategy in verse 18 and 19. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. First, there's continual supplication. The warrior... 
I used to go on missions in the jungle. Just a few of us. In the wee hours of the morning. Wasn't nobody around. Except main guys and monkeys and snakes and stuff. You know what was most important? That I maintained communication with headquarters. You understand? There wasn't many of us. There's just a handful. Now, we was good, and we probably whoop a hundred, every one of us. But we wasn't that good. You had to keep communication with headquarters. If I needed to get out of there, they were going to have to send the Sea Wolves, the Navy helicopter squadron, in there to get me. Or they were going to have to send a PBR riverboat out to meet me on the on one of those canals so I could get out of there. But most of all, I needed the black ponies in there, buddy. Uh, that's that little uh, Navy fiberglass airplane that has a 20-millimeter cannon, four M60 machine guns, carries a CBU bomb, has zoonies on both wings, and rockets. Buddy, if I was in trouble, I wanted to get a hold of headquarters and say, help me! Buddy, out of the sky. Come to help right on time to my rescue. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you lose communication with headquarters, you're in bad trouble, man. You're outnumbered. You'll get whooped. But, buddy, if you are in communication with the captain of the host of the armies of God, hallelujah, everything's going to be all right. Boy, you got to maintain continual supplication, constant communion with the commander. Boy, if you lose contact, you lose hope. Supplication emphasizes request and, and petition. Prayer speaks of man's worshipful approach to God. And you're calling for help. Constant supplication, continual supplication, then complete supplication in the Spirit. And you've got to be right with God. Uh, I mean, if you're not right with God, you're on the wrong channel, man. Uh, you can talk all you want to, and nobody's going to receive. In the energy of the Holy Spirit of God, then... Concern, supplication, I'll be through. You're not the only one in the battle. You're not the only one out here. You're not the only guy that counts. This isn't about you. It's not about you. We, we think, oh, I'm the, nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows the sorrow. Oh, come on, man, you're crazy as well. You're not the only one out here. You're not the only one the devil's after. You're not the only one that's in a battle. You're not the only one that has a conflict. You pray for them other soldiers. You pray for them, and they pray for you. You pray for each other. Man, that's what we've got to do. Son, I've got to pray for you, and you've got to pray for me. You've got to pray for your pastor, and you've got to pray for the wife. You gotta pray for the church and you gotta pray for uh, the worst Christian in the church and the best Christian in the church. Amen. Probably more for the worst Christian. Well, she's about to go down. Are you listening to me? We get to the point where we've got to realize there are no Rambos. There's no one man army. It's not me, it's I. If it's not us, we'll never do it. It's not me. 
I can't do it without you. You can't do it without me. We become as one. If you've ever been and know anything about special forces or the Navy SEAL team or the Marine Corps recon, you know this one thing. If you're not a team player, you will be rejected. You'll be rejected. If you can't run fast enough, I'll carry you. If you fall down, I'll pick you up. If you need food, I'll give you mine. You see what I'm saying? That's because you're part of the team. If you wasn't part of the team, I'd just let you lay because you're going to get somebody killed. But if you're part of the team, I'm going to do everything I can to get you over the line. Are you listening to me? We're warriors. This is a battle. Son, I need you. You need me. So I asked me the other night, I said, do you mind if I preach your message? I said, you've got to be kidding. You can use any weapon I got. Hey, man, load her up and shoot her, boy. Hey, man. Call me up. I'll give you one if you need something. I, and don't bother me a bit. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Let me read verse number 13. Come to the piano, please, and start playing. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. Something I've got to do myself. Something I've got to do myself. You, you know, it's, I, I, I never could figure out why they'd want to put women in combat. Never could understand that. I, I don't understand it now. Because I'm a red-blooded American man. And if there's a woman out there being shot at, I'm going to do everything I can to protect her. I'm going to risk my life to say, I'm I'm going to be thinking about her. There's a time I need to be thinking about me. I I can't be worried about everybody else. And I need to pray. I need to help each other. But I need to make sure I'm ready for combat. Make sure I'm standing. I I want to do everything. I want to do it. I want to go everywhere. I want to do everything. I really do. I've always been that way. I was that way when I was in the service. Hey, man, I'll do it. I'll do it. My dad was a career army man. He said, never volunteer for anything. I volunteered for everything. I'll go. I'll I'll be all right with me. Hey, man. Somebody's got to hold our hands up. Somebody else has got to do that. I, I can't cut the grass and, and paint the church and take care of the nursery and lead the singing and, and play the instruments. And I, I can't do all that by myself. But we can do it. That's what revival is about. It's about harmony. It's about human, uh, unity. This isn't about people getting saved. Of course, it's wonderful that people get saved. It's about... Soldiers getting fired up again. Like the fellow shaking in his boots, you pick him up and shake him once. And say, man, get back in. I like a baby, get back in. That's what 
what are you doing in the army of God? Are you always just thinking about yourself? Oh, they didn't shake my hand, or they did this. Oh, it's all about me. It's not about you. It never has been about you. We are an organism, not an organization. This local church is a body, and every member of this body is to function. Some function more, but all are functioning. What I want you to do tonight as we close this revival, very simply, ask God what He wants you to do. And then volunteer to do it. Stand at Thou Nice Pool. I invite you to come right now. Oh, I, I, I want to be a victorious warrior. I want to be in the fight. I want to do my part. I want to stand and, and keep standing. And I want to help others to stand as well. Will you come? Come on, join me. Without you, it can't be done. Without you, it's impossible. Will you come tonight? Come on. Yes, God bless you. God bless you. Will you come? Oh, I'm going to pray for others. I'm going to pray for the pastor. I'm going to pray for the church. God will you will you come come on tonight will you come I, I don't want to quit before the battle's over I don't want to retreat I want to stand and keep standing bless you sir will you come tonight will you come thank God